Randy Johnson. You got to check out Randy Johnson's, I guess you would call it his logo of a dead bird upside down. Remember in that exhibition game, preseason game, he threw a ball that hit a bird and the bird exploded. He is, he, when he was at USC, he did photography, but baseball, you know, actually paid him more money at first. But he is now paid to do photography. He does NFL games, he does wildlife and all that stuff. And I just saw this emblem and I was like, that thing is cool as shit. Now that thing is cool. I was like, wow. And now he's, he's doing what he loves. He always had a passion, but you know, baseball paid the bills and he was really good at baseball. And now he's doing what he loves. Can't fault that man. Can't fault a guy for that. Stocked in 5-1 today over the College of New Jersey. I heard Thomas played and uh, they had five goals. They are now 10-3-2. I think they're on a three-game winning streak, which is awesome for them. And they are now 500 in the conference, which is all that matters. I mean, that's what you want, 500 in the conference. Yeah, they're 2-2-1. Two, two and one. The College of New Jersey is 6-7 and 1, tie 1-4, one 5-1. And, and this, you know, now is the time where managers are interviewing for, with teams that need managers. So Joe Espada interviewed for at least three jobs during the off days in 2019. He, he's the Astros bench coach, White Sox, Marlins. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's, he's the hot one right now. So we'll see who he gets picked up by, and maybe he'll get his shot finally. But, you know, day off. Yankees are playing tomorrow. It's going to pour. Ethan loved, said Josh Donaldson got on, on base every at-bat, and he made two great plays as a fielder. I go, well, he's kind of paid to make, he's got paid to make plays, not to screw up plays. And I still think the bonehead home run thing pissed me off. And then the line out where, I mean, not, not that he was going to go anywhere, but, you know, it's like he wasn't locked in the game. Great, he got on base every time. That was a bonehead play, man. You know, he threw it at a home run, and that could have been a bigger inning for them. Thank God it didn't come back and bite him in the ass. I think Ethan's going tomorrow, but there's gotta be, not going to be a game. It's almost a poor... The Braves game got delayed by almost three hours. It was a pitcher's duel between Kyle Wright and Zach Wheeler until the sixth, where the Braves put across three runs. And I think right now the, the, the Dodgers are beating Jason's Padres. Well, it was 3-3 when I looked last. They are now up. No, it's 3-3. And I was going to see who's having a game for the Padres. Trey Turner has a home run. Muncie has a home run. Freeman has a home run. Machado has a home run. Machado has a double. He's knocked in some runs there, too. So it's 3-3, end of the third. And listen, they could go back, and it could be tied. We'll see how it goes. It looks like the Philly series, they're at top of the eighth. It's 3-0 Braves. Marshall is beating the Raging Cajuns 7-3 in the third. Raging Cajuns are 2-3. and three. You know, I mean, they've had, they had a run. So they're, you know, in Napier's now with Florida. And Marshall is 3-2. and two. And interception by the Raging Cajuns. Henry Columbi, pass intercepted. Braylon Trahan returned 25 yards to the Louisiana Lafayette 40. So they have the ball left with... He got another... He got a awesome, you know, interception. We'll see what happens if they can take advantage of it. And time will tell. CBD, Major League Baseball will be the first major U.S. sports league with an official cannabis product partner, Charlotte's Web. I bought some product from there that was help, to, supposed to help me sleep. It did not work. Did not work at all. And which gained national attention as an epilepsy treatment through Sanjay's Gupta's documentary, Weed. Yeah, okay, great. So they're going to do, you know, 
so that's the world now, you know. The NFL awarded one million and two research teams to study the effects of cannabis and CBD on pain management, which what they should use. I mean, baseball's there. I think football with all the oxy and all they gave. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm for it. You know what? As I'm reading this, I forgot about how I'd rather the guys smoking weed or taking, you know, uh, edibles than popping oxy and all that stuff. And that seems to me a healthier alternative than all these opioids, which are destroying players' lives and destroying a lot of people's lives. Now, interesting, I, I listened to Stern today and Stern had on Billy Joel. And I was thinking about this a lot today. Billy Joel said he, he write, the songs he wrote were songs of music he would like to hear. And isn't that, you know, I just said it's so simple, but it's so true. We all try to make a product we're trying to get like seen and we feel like we have to do something that make people see us. But if you show your passion in the stuff you're doing, it should all come out. And that's what I love about doing my podcast. I find stuff I want to talk about, and I talk about those things. Marshawn Lynch is going to join pregame on Amazon. Imagine him and Richard Sherman doing their own Manning cast. Now, that, to me, would be interesting. Those two guys, unfiltered, you know, uncensored, let them go off. I mean, Sherman was great last week talking about run the ball. Run, he goes, run the ball. What are you doing? Russell Wilson, did you learn anything? Run the goddamn ball. In the game against the, what was that Thursday night? Against the Colts. Yeah. And Tyus Bowser and David Ojabo both had Achilles injuries. Bowser started all 17 games last year. Tore his Achilles in the regular season finale. He had seven sacks last year. Led, led the Ravens. He could be back. He can rush from the edge. He can drop into coverage. He can be used as inside linebacker, which the Ravens have struggled at this year. He's one of the best athletes on the teams. And Mike McDonald could use him. Ajabu was ranked the number 14 prospect on Dane Brugler's draft board. He, he tore his Achilles at draft day, 6'5", 255. Last year, Michigan, 11 sacks, five forced fumbles, projected to be a first-round pick. He ultimately went to the second round due to injury. And, you know, that's what they said. They never ruled out, you know, him to return later in the season and, be, they, and become part of the edge rudge rotation. He hasn't taken part in the NFL practice yet, and he still, they, he said he needs multiple weeks to get in shape. But, hey, we're only five weeks in the season. they got 12 more weeks. He can be ready. He was explosive. He played under McDonald, Michigan. McDonald knows how to use him best. You know, he could contribute the second half of the season. That will help them. They're playing the Giants this weekend. we got some good football. That's good. I'd love to see a job get on the field for the second half of the season. Lamar Jackson was asked why he's never really been a quarterback that throws his hands up looking for a flag from refs. He goes, I'm about to start. And despite a number of, you know, extremely questionable, you know, the roughing the passer, the league's, Adam Schefter said, there's no backing down, the league said, on uh, enforcing rules that are in place to protect the health and safety of players, including QBs, who by rule are considered defenseless players when they are in a passing posture. But how are they supposed, what are they supposed to do? Just tap them to in touch? I, I don't understand. And Edward reported on Tuesday that a member of the league's competition committee said it would discuss the rule following the 2022 campaign, which really doesn't do anything right now. And through week five, roughing the passer calls are down 45% compared to a year ago. They were 51% last year compared to 28% in 2022. I mean, Grady Jarrett, that was a bullshit call. Chris Jones on Derek Carr, two bullshit calls. But Chris Jones brought up a good point. He said, you know, they have put such an emphasis on roughing the passer penalties that we've got to be able to review it in the booth, he said. That's the next step. Something Sometimes looks can be deceiving. You know, it also happened so fast. Now it's getting absurd. Jarrett said the same thing. He said, in full speed, it may look more malicious than it really is because the refs are human as well. So let's just take a little bit off the plate and be able to review something like that just for the defensive sake so we can get something. And that, listen, that play, it hurt them a lot. That in, you know, they got a field goal out of that. The Raiders were up down, Raiders were up 20 to 10. 
You know, I agree. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, and I love that they have to wait till next season. You know, oh, we got to wait till the competition committee. Guys, you review every goddamn place, you review those plays and say, hey, wait a minute, that's, that's, that's a little egregious a call right there. I think that is something in the future they definitely can do. So we'll see if that comes to fruition going forward. And finally, the NFL said they're going to get to the point where they have to decide this lawsuit of the proposed plan to pay the $790 million settlement in the St. Louis lawsuit over the Rams' move to L.A. Of course, of course, the details unknown so far, but resolution will come as a welcome development for most of the league. Yeah. I don't understand why it's taking so long. You guys moved, and they screwed over St. Louis. St. Louis, you know what? You know what they should have done? They should have said, St. Louis, we're going to give you another team. And you know what? Built the stadium. We'll give you a new team, whatever. I mean, they did it. The Ravens, and they gave Cleveland another team. So maybe that would alleviate that $790 million. They'd be like, hey, we're going to give you a team, and we'll take off your, you know, what do you, you know, the new owners have, well, I guess they were going to want the money. But th that's how they can alleviate, too. Put a team in St. Louis again. I just don't know if that's a place that we need to put football again in St. Louis. I'd rather put it in a, well, would they want a new team? I mean, they did have the XFL team. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I think they need a newer stadium. That's for sure. Tua for the Dolphins, unlikely to practice, unlikely to play, but practice this week. And also, Teddy Bridgewater still in the concussion protocol. So it looks like Skylar Thompson will start against, against the Vikings. And Tyreek Hill is also dealing with a foot injury. So we'll see how that happens going forward. And the Cardinals, man. James Conner dealing with a ribbon issue. Status will be clearer later in the week. Darrell Williams sprained his knee is out this week. Jonathan Ward hamstring to IR per Tom Pelissero. Arizona signed Corey Clement and Tyson Williams to the practice squad so they could play this week. You know, I mean, that's the guys are getting beat up only five weeks into the season. I'm, I'm glad they added that extra week because it was it's so necessary for 17 games. I mean, they don't beat the shit out of each other for 16 games, but let's do 17 games. OBJ said the Rams offer too low. I said, I say, stay home. You got a new kid, you know, whatever. And, you know, McVay says that is not their last offer. You know, I'm like, who gives a shit? You know, I know they could probably use him. You know, I mean, the, Allen Robinson has not panned out. He's not had a good season. Only 12 catches. And Cooper, it's Cooper Cup and every, everybody else. I mean, it's Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. But, I mean, they're 2-3 and three in the division. I mean, he's still not 100% healthy. We'll see what happens on that front. But OBJ, I mean, they keep saying the Pats. I see the Chiefs. He wants a win. I guess he wants to show up, wins a couple games, and win another ring. He did play well last year for the Rams after sucking it for the uh, for the Browns. So that yeah, and the uh, Raging Cajuns up ten seven. Ben Woodbridge will Ben Woodbridge with a touchdown, and Tom Brady bought a pickleball pickleball team two thousand twenty three season. Well, he's got all this free time now. You know his you know his wife's filing for divorce. What did they say the twelve year itch? Now it's been thirteen years. They said she was really pissed that he came back to play football again. And, you know, he said he was going to be with the family. He said the family's a priority. Tom Brady, the family's not a priority. Football always has been your own priority. We, we see it. I mean, it's a year-round job. You can say whatever you want. But, you know, hey, you're playing. That's what you want to do. I, I think this is it. I really, and I also feel this is it. I feel like he's at the end of, end, of, end of his career anyway. So we'll see how the season ends. But I could see them, you know, just falling apart and not even making the playoffs this year. It could happen. I, I'm just not that impressed with the – they've had a lot of injuries or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not impressed with the Buccaneers. I think they're okay. I don't think they're that good a team. And we'll see what happens going forward. I mean, you could have three teams from the NFC East making the playoffs 
And then it depends with the other divisions how, they pans, how it pans out. We'll see. We'll see. And how about this? A fan is suing the Patriots for ruining his Tom Brady signed flag. According to the AP, Daniel Vitale has filed a lawsuit for causing irreparable damage to his U.S. flag signed by Brady by improperly displaying the team's Hall of Fame at Gillette Stadium. Signature faded after the flag had been on display for a couple of months. It was valid at $1 million, but it has been reduced due to the faded signature. Said he's a diehard fan. Lent them the Patriots Hall of Fame the flag in June 2021 after being told it would be taken care of properly. And uh, he asked for the flag back a couple of months later because he thought Brady was going to retire. He did get the flag back, but I noticed the signature faded. Yeah, he's loose lawsuit alleges breach of contract, negligent misrepresentation, and fraudulent misrepresentation. Jesus Christ. All right, good. The flag was acquired by Vitale in early 2020 and was flown during the Patriots-Dolphins game in 2001, which is the same season Brady took over as starter in New England. Brady signed the flag a few years later. Hey, they said they're going to take care of the flag. They don't, and the signature fades. One million dollars, poof, it's gone in a second. We'll see what happens going forward. And the Seahawks, you know, they're playing the same time as the Mariners. The Mariners are playing at 12.07 local time. The Seahawks are playing at 1.07. So if there's a game four in the Astros... Mariner series, the Arizona game will be pushed back from 105 to 230, so there'll be a two-hour difference. But they said if it was one hour apart, it would be a mess for traffic. And how about this? The Battle of I-25 rivalry game between New Mexico and Mexico State will be broadcast throughout the state in Navajo. North, uh, New Mexico State University graduate Kyler Frank will call the game in Navajo for KCZY 107.3 FM radio station Colin Deaver of KTSM9 News for support of the news. New Mexico offensive lineman Shayaz, Pete, and tight end J.J. Jones III are both from Navajo Nation. Peter Redford, freshman, didn't see any action last season, but has played left tackle this season for the Aggies. He said, it's a privilege and a strong honor to represent my people. Jones played for Dartmouth from 2007 to 2021 and transferred to New Mexico State after graduating from the Ivy League. He caught one pass for 10 yards versus Wisconsin in Week 3. The Aggies, New Mexico State, enters the matchup 1-5, and five, where the Lobos came in at 2-4. and four. New Mexico State's lone win came over Hawaii, while New Mexico has victories over Maine and UTEP. Game is at 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. How about that? I think that's just cool. It's like a total different thing, a game in Navajo. I just think it's, you know, just bring more fans to the games. I, I think that's great. I, I love it. I love to just think outside the box. And did you see the Avalanches? Stanley Cup rings. I sent it to Angus. You open the box, and a rec- and a video is of them of the end of the of the Stanley Cup Finals when they won the cup, and they get the rings. I thought that was I thought that was classy. Yeah, real classy. Oh yeah. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips says it's time to discuss adding programs, and 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 also you know I said really this is shocking. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Are you telling me ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips says that the commission to expand the college football playoff, they want to do it in 2024? Yeah, they need more four, four teams. You think they should do it right away? Why are they wasting this time? What, 2026, 27? I mean, it's bad enough we have four teams this year, and I'd love to see a couple more teams in and see what can happen, but come on, man. I mean, really? kind of sucks. And Andy Green has announced his retirement. 16 years, 1,057 games on a one-day contract with the Devils. He played 14th season, 264 regular season points, 52 goals, 212 assists, and 14 playoff points over a 16-year NHL season for the Devils and Islanders. 
He played at Miami of Ohio University, 923 games with Jersey, was named the 11th captain on, in 2015, traded to the Islanders in 2020 to be recognized at the Devils' home opener on Saturday versus the Red Wings. That's a classy move on the now, the, that's what they said. They should have a ring of honor. They don't have to retire numbers, but a ring of honor would be good at Devils games. And Don Granado, who is the brother of Cammy and Tony Granado, and the brother-in-law of Ray Ferraro, is in his second full season as head coach of the Sabres. Two years left, he got a new two-year extension worth about $2 million per season. Kicks in 2024-25, and he'll be signed to 2025 26 they finished fifth in the Atlantic Division last year, 32 wins, 39 losses, 11 ties. Injuries early, but finished the year on a 102-point pace in March and April. And they have a young roster the, with the NHL's youngest roster, actually, this coming season. He had a sterling reputation, Granado, developing talent given his time with the U.S. National Team Development Program. Multiple Sabres last year, career high in points totals, including defenseman Rasmus Dahlin, who had 53 points, and Taj Thompson, who scored 38 goals after Nano moved him to center. You also have highly touted rookies like Jack Quinn, Owen Power from Michigan, and J.J. Paterka in the opening lineup this season. And they all said that Granado's approach to letting players learn on the fly without the fear of making a mistake. They love that. you got to let guys. You can't keep pulling the hook. you got to let them learn as they play. They open up the season against Ottawa at Key Bank Center on tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. And this is from Wojciechowski, said that Victor... Wembanyama could add $500 million in value to teams that draft him. $500 million in team value. So, hey, the Sacramento Kings, come on down. You're on the clock. We'll see. Or the Utah Jazz. No pressure, Victor. No pressure at all. But, and Draymond Green is not going to be suspended. And Steve Kerr said he's expected to play opening night versus the Lakers. And ESPNW said that Liberty guard Beck Allen sustained fractures of two ribs and a partial lung collapse in a collision during Australia's game against Serbia in the FIBA Women's World Cup. She'll remain in Melbourne for further treatment before returning to her European club. That's a, she, she got the shit kicked out of her. I mean, that's, that's some vicious hits. I'm seeing if I missed anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm in favor of expanding the NCAA. Wait, is this... Oh, oh, he also, Jim Phillips, wants to expand the men's and women's basketball tournaments. So the time is now. So how many more teams is he thinking about going to? Currently 68 in the men's team, including automatic bits for 32 teams. He, he said he's not uh, looking to get rid of the back, cutback on automatic qualifiers, but looking to expand the at-large field for programs investing substantial resources in their respective programs. All right. I'm fine with that. Jim Laranega, Miami's Hurricanes men's basketball coach, said he was in favor of a 96-team field, including automatic buys for each of the league's conference tournament champions. Now, Tony Bennett from Virginia, Syracuse, Jim Beheim, also indicated their support broadly. There's logistical, including with any expansion. But they can, listen, they can figure it out. I mean, if they can do football, basketball, all those schedules, they can do it, right? Yeah. Come on. They could get it done. So expand the basketball tournaments. Expand the college football. I'm all for it, man. Uh, Penny Hardaway, Hardaway got an extension at Memphis. Tua is practicing, but he's not, yeah. Agrees on a six-year contract extension worth $16.5 million plus incentives running through 2028. 51, four seasons, he's 84 and 43. Four consecutive 20-win seasons. 
An appearance in last year's tournament where they lost to Gonzaga in the second round. They finished 22-11. They opened the season November 7th against Vanderbilt. All right. Good for, good for him, man. I'm, I'm 100% behind it. Now i got to see. So Raging Cages are up 10-7 on Marshall. The Braves are one out away from tying the series at one game. And end of four, Padres-Giants. Wow, four innings. Hugh Darvish, 76 pitches. Clayton Kershaw, 69. Yeah, it's going to be decided by... I, I, I agree with that one. It is going to be decided by the, by, the, by the bullpens. Yeah. And Trey Turner is the fourth Dodgers player ever to hit a home run in each of his first two games to begin a postseason joining Corey Seager, 2016, Manny Ramirez in 2008, and Davey Lopes in 78. And he's a unrestricted free agent. He's going to get some money. And how about this? The Braves are 90-22 and 22 when allowing four or fewer runs in the regular season, third best in Major League Baseball. Man, that's, that's a stat right there. And what did I see that Matt Rule was 1-25 in in games where his team gave up 17 points or more? Yeah. And they're saying the players were shocked about the, about the firing of Matt Rule. Really? 11-27? and 27? What's, what's there to be shocked about? He didn't get the job done. He sucks. Oh, and Honey Badger had to wear Tennessee orange after the Vols beat LSU on Saturday. He lost a bet to Alvin Kamara. I think that's hilarious. I love when they lose bets like that. And a guy, fan gave Katie a pen to write an a autograph, and the pen, the tip broke, and he had no pen. He had, yeah. And, the, and then Katie just kind of walked away. He was writing on his shirt. He said, yeah, I'm done here. Yeah, I, I'm done. And Taysom Hill was NFC Offensive Player of the Week, and Colts kicker Chase McLaughlin was the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Actually, I didn't get any others, so. But I was like, all right, did I miss anything else today? I want to do a quick show before... Atlanta wins 3-0. They even the series. David Pasternak powered the Bruins, their first one of the season, with one goal, three assists, four points, one shy of the franchise mark for points in the season opener. Espinito had three goals, two assists, and 73. And Brad Marchand had five points, two goals, three assists, in 2016. Pasternak had a very good opening day for the Bruins. Uh, and there was there was a bunch of games today. Canucks are playing the Oilers later. Oh, Zegris is playing tonight. Oh, it's on ESPN Plus. Bruins beat the Caps. Hurricanes beat the Blue Jackets. Blackhawks Avalanche starting and Kraken Ducks. Oh, just ESPN Plus. So I got to find that game. Got to watch if Trevor, Trevor Zegris could get some goals today. Okay, let me get the trivia questions from last show. Last show's trivia question. Cooper Rush joined Patrick Mahomes as the, and one other quarterback as the only three active NFL starters to begin their careers 5-0. Who was the third? Jimmy G. 2-0 in 2016, filling in for suspended, you know, for uh, Tom Brady during the infamous Deflategate. 2017, he went 3-0 his first three starts with the Niners. Pretty cool. So now Cooper Rush, five wins. Five first wins between this year and last make him only the fourth, 14th quarterback to ever do so. That's pretty awesome. And this was a trivia question I talked about the other day. Who has, who has the NFL record for most fourth down attempts in a game without a conversion? Who has the NFL record for most fourth down attempts in a game without a conversion? All right? We shall see. All right, so we got... And Austin Riley... Makes an unbelievable out in foul territory. Leaves the Philly stunned. Yeah, game-changing catch, which I can't watch because it'll shut off my recording. So, and Bear bit my dad. 
And my dad's got the thin skin in his hand, made him bleed, it really sucked. I was like, ugh. So I have to watch Stargirl, which I'm the only person who watches. I love it. And Andor. And I'm training Gumbo Chef in the morning. So congrats, Stockton got another win, 10-3-2, and two, winning a bunch of games. They're 2-2-1 two, two and one in the conference. And Thomas got the plate today, which is all that matters. And they got the wins. Yeah, that's the thing. Winning. Keep winning, guys. OBJ, you'll find a home. Yankees probably not playing tomorrow. That game's going to be rained out. And we'll see when that game's going to be made up. And wait, and I think, yeah, Nestor, Nasty Nestor is pitching tomorrow. And Shari and Rob went to game one. Hal went to game one of the Astros. And if the Astros move on and the Yankees move on, I'm trying to talk Hal to go to a ALCS game here so I can go to the game with him as opposed to going waiting to go to a World Series game if they get there. I said, come, to, come here. Come to a game here. I'd love them to see him here. All right? Someone else to Michigan. My parents, Mrs. S., Jason, I'm glad you got to see the game last night. I know they lost, but they're playing better tonight. We'll see what happens. Lanker, Yankees win. Ethan has to be happy. I think Ethan is going. Ethan said he's going to game two. And uh, you can love Josh Donaldson. I don't have to like him. I, I don't like how he played yesterday. It really pissed me off. And we'll see what happens. And we got football. Great games this weekend, man. Bills hosting. I mean, Bills at the Chiefs and then Cowboys at the Eagles. I don't think Dak's playing this weekend, but. And then we got college football Saturday, man. So my doctor, my oncologist, he went to Michigan. His ex-wife went to Michigan. His kids went to Michigan. He said he's very jealous of going to the game. He told me that you walk into the stadium, it's like sunk into, it's, it's in the ground. It's dug into the, to the earth. And it's brick and everything. He goes, you're going to love it. I, I can't wait. We're going to hockey Friday night. We're going to football Saturday. Nice super spreader. And uh, listen, if you get the shingle shot, <laughs> it knocked me on my ass today, man. I was out of it all day today. I'm finally feeling a little better, but... All right, so everybody have a great day. Peace out. Bill, nice talking to you. Harris, Giants are kicking ass. Cowboys, we shall see. Big game this weekend. Go Yankees tomorrow, baby. Go Yankees. Yeah, Mets, sorry, Bumbles. But hey, the Jets, 3-2. and two. And, you know, they got a big... Wait, the Jets are playing this weekend. Oh, at Green Bay, who lost to the Giants. So can the, can the Giants and Jets both beat Green Bay this season? Anything is possible. Peace out. Talk to you soon.